Anyway, let's do this. <clears throat> Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry. And I'm Dave. No, dang it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how long I've been sitting on that. <laughs> <laughs> Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into our poems from our youth, yesteryear, or even yesterday. Always asking the question, why in the world did I write this? I'm Aaron. And I'm Dave. And together this week, we are looking at the first works from the third anthology of my high school collection, this one titled Analogy of Life. Dave, as always, sorry in advance. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, hey Aaron, it feels like you uh, you changed things up in the intro. Yeah, yeah. I thought because we're in season three and we've brought in guests, I can no longer say it's just my dabbling with poetry in the Wolf Journal. Yeah, we actually get like real poets. Yeah, so I thought like our poems from youth, yesteryear, and yesterday you you got the three it's alliteration i'll count it that's fine again i had to sacrifice deep dive into my dabbling so i had to get it somewhere else dave i would just like to point out how much you care about alliteration and the fact that i literally did not notice deep dive (laughs) into my dabbling oh well let's get into your dabbling with poetry with uh your work from today today i i did think that was funny that you said yesterday yesteryear whatever or yester whatever (laughs) i give up on remembering youth Mm -hmm. yester who's he how's it because yeah i definitely wrote mine like seven minutes before we started recording seems like a perfect amount this is huge surprise a limerick for you Ooh, the lathe is so much fun Takes some time to get it to run. It spins so quick. It makes me sick. It wobbles as it makes my table hum. Hmm. This was an unexpected ending. Just kind of a boring poem. I didn't really have well, much to say. You know, I was... It, 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 it took me on a journey, Dave. Ah, yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Because... Yes. I was expecting you to talk about, like, the dizzying effect of the spinning lathe and how it might, like, mess with your (laughs) (laughs) tum-tum. Wow, that is specific, my friend. (laughs) And you went with uh, hum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the things that uh, they don't tell you about buying a terrible lathe. Um, I have, like, a, a... a very heavy table, like a solid oak table Mm -hmm. uh, that it sits on. And I have like a ton of stuff to weigh it down. But if the thing you have spinning on your lathe is unbalanced, it really rocks and throws. And it's, uh, to put it very gently, terrifying. Yeah. That sounds dangerous. Oh, it is. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I assume you, you, you got your goggles. I got my goggles, I got a face shield, I got hearing protection. There you go. I probably should be wearing a vest. 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah, the, the number of times that things have fallen off my lathe, I should probably be wearing something to protect, like, you know, my heart and lungs. But, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I've got good, well, I don't have good insurance, but I have good life insurance, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got what you need. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to spin this into uh, my poetry. But you just did. I did. You see what I did there? I I I saw it and heard it, especially when your eyebrows went up to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. You see what I did there? <laughs> Get so, it over with. So um, you were talking about your, your table and how it hummed and, and how it's kind of the staging ground for, for the work. What I'm bringing to us today is is a tableau of of work um the table setting to analogy of life and why i say that is because these works come at the beginning of the the typed anthology without titles so they're okay. just they're just kind of again table settings to the poetry that follows so even your non-poetry has non-poetry to introduce it non-poetically exactly Yes. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah. it. That'll okay. work. Yeah. So I sent you the entirety of this opening collage. Of yeah, things. thank you for that. Uh, do you do we want to take it chunk by chunk? I, I think that's the only way. I mean, much like a, a cucumber smoothie, you can really only chew one chunk at a time. The opening paragraph, I, I think we would safely call this a prose poem and there's no breakage in line so it's okay. it's not a it's not a blank verse so again these are untitled works that sets the stage for analogy of life <laughs> hang in there dave as you live your life things begin to become routine daily and normal until something unusual happens and you find yourself falling down a long tunnel that, in fact, is what life is, falling down a long tunnel. And love is a whirlwind that holds you aloft, lets you live just a little longer, makes the falling interesting. And as you fall, you get so used to it, you forget you are falling at all, until something stationary passes you by and you realize just how fast you are falling down. And when the excitement and... The, when the excitement, the thrill, and the amazement of the fall is destroyed by the bottom, you've died. No. No? No. no. Oh. Incorrect. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lift up a couple of grammatical things. Oh, um, yeah. what what what, uh, what do you call an ellipsis? That doesn't have three dots. Yeah, so we, we found my um, pentalips, or what did I call it? <laughs> a pentalips? No, remember from the... From oh, yeah. Thoughts of a boy, dot, yeah. dot, 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 and other <laughs> stories. You absolute goon. <laughs> so apparently I've, I just experimented, because this is just a, a duolips. <laughs> so just... You you understand that that doesn't work because epa doesn't mean, mean three. I I know Dave, but I want to make it work. How about a paralips? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> a pair of lips. 
Yes, we're calling it a pair of lips from now on. Yeah, I just have these like stunted uh, two period breaks in these lines. I have wow. I have one true ellipses. Yeah, I feel like that is one of the worst things is that you you have one in there. Like you made the conscious decision to put in a full ellipses and then the rest of the time you just screwed up. Uh, Are you counting to see if it was a multiple of three? No, there was eight before it and five after. I was I was going to see if there was like a magical like parallel there. Um, oh, gosh. But no, no, it's just <laughs> utter random. Uh, I also want to lift up um, what is my favorite line from this. And love is a whirlwind that holds ooh aloft. Ladies and gentlemen, he used the letter U there for the word U, even though in the next sentence he were, used the word U. I almost wonder if that is a typo. Well, it, I mean, it is your poetry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so hard to tell. Um, I was one, <laughs> one who tended to not use the U abbreviation within um messenger and stuff and uh i still don't really use it today in, in texting no. so it surprises me which is why i think it's an accident and yet it is really funny that it's like directly in the middle of the paragraph just this random you <laughs> right right <laughs> oh gosh okay so so you've picked apart the the little things, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Now let's pick apart the entire idea. Oh, oh okay. Well, I thought we would, could complement that. I, no, no, no. no oh, of okay. course not. Um. So, mm -hmm. who hurt you? <laughs> because essentially this poem is, love is like getting hit in the face with a shovel and falling down into a bottomless pit that apparently still has a bottom but it's bottomless, but then you die. The end. Wow. Amen. You see, you've you've missed an interpretation here, Dave. Love nope, I am... My interpretation is the only correct interpretation. That's what I've learned from our two previous seasons. <laughs> but love is not the thing that throws you into the tunnel. Love is what lifts you up as you're falling. So life itself is just a free fall, right? Oh. You're born, you die, there's nothing stopping that progression. That's nice. Love is that whirlwind that keeps you aloft for a little bit. It makes you oh. happy, fulfilled, nourished in life. You feel that sense of wonder. And then when it all falls apart, you're dead. So so love is entirely finite? Is that what I'm getting from you? Is that it's just like kind Ooh. of a, a, a dirt devil, like a thing that like pushes you up for a second until you fall to your ultimate doom and death yeah no, no that would be right yeah okay that's a terrible analogy for life <laughs> <laughs> i i also like i i like how you're trying to put a positive spin on a whirlwind hey you know like a whirlwind of emotions is not mm. necessarily a bad thing I like how you have to put not necessarily in there because it definitely can be. 
Okay, so clearly I felt a little spurned when I wrote this. <laughs> no. No. Uh, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I find this a, a really fascinating time in poetic experiments in high school mm-hmm. because you'll notice I am not referencing the Wolf Journal. Right. And this is breaking with the previous two seasons. One of the reasons why I had to change the intro. Mm. Because this lives entirely on this Word document. Wow. It was So t- this you typed directly. I typed directly this analogy. Quick quick question. So uh-huh. you typed this with the benefit of a spell checker. Yes, that is true. Okay. I just wanted to point that one out. Cool. Yep. Yeah, I, I I see the blue lines now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, blue I, lines, green lines, red lines, yellow lines, I'll, every, every kind of line. All the lines are there. Um, I'll hold that uh, Microsoft Word was not nearly as accurate with their um, their grammar checks at the time. That's fair. That's <laughs> well, I mean, you are like eighty years old, right? So <laughs> that also brings me back to your poem. Yes, because I don't know if you know this, uh, but. Love lifts you up where you belong. Where, where the, the eagles fly! Ah, uh, I haven't thought of that song for a while. Uh, that's all I heard in the uh, Love Holds You Aloft. Oh. It just sounded like you were like just directly ripping that off. And I'm like, I got a thesaurus. I can do this now. Now, Dave, I think you've you've hit the nail on the head. Rem Aku Tijagisti. Moulin Rouge. Oh, gosh. Of course, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, the elephant love medley. I'm just trying to think back if my exposure to Moulin Rouge would have synced with this collection of poems, and it's highly probable. Okay, so a very important question going into this third season of our podcast. Did you like Moulin Rouge? Loved it. Very important other question. Why and how and are you Because sure? you can, 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 Dave. Oh, no. You, you can, 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 can. not. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, his, I love Ewan McGregor. At his peak charm. Uh, have you seen him recently? He's pretty awesome. No, that's true, though. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's aged well. <laughs> like a Like a fine wine. Anyway, it was a good movie, Dave. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So we we don't quite agree with my analogy of life, I, I'm hearing. No, like I am an extremely pessimistic person, but I don't imagine life as a long, dark tunnel that you're falling down. So this is a taste of what this collection of poems are. I would like to return it to the chef. Uh, it is underdone mm-hmm. and yeah. somehow burnt. And I, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get through these these last like little chunks of uh, aphoristic statements, and, um, and then I'm gonna tell you my theory on what is happening here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, I desperately need something <laughs> that will make this cohesive. Because yikes. Yes. Um. It'll it'll all make sense. It it, it rhymes like like poetry. <clears throat> to, to quote the the fabulous. Autour George Lucas. <laughs> ah, I thought you were going to go back to Bathe Lerman. 
Okay, the next one is always shoot for the stars because even if you fail, you might have at least made it past the clouds. I believe I'm ripping this off from someone somewhere. This is not an original idea. 100%. It's shoot for the moon because even if you miss, you'll end up among the stars. Ah! Yeah. But you, like, took it down three pegs of, like... (laughs) You're not going to make it among the stars, but you might get above the clouds. Hey, I'm just being more accurate, Dave. You might end up in the ozone layer and die. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a running theme here. (laughs) (laughs) You're falling for only so long. (laughs) At least get past the clouds. Uh, So this is how we get to that long, dark tunnel. You're falling up. Um, that was also a Christian punk rock band I listened to in high school. Yeah. I won their CD in a radio call-in contest. Of course you did. Falling up, people. Look them up. (laughs) Okay, the next one, um, because that's, that's not worth any more words. Live while you are living. (laughs) No. No, we're done. Leave it there. That is a definition defining itself with the word to define. Live while you are living. Do everything you can. Break the laws of society. Break the laws of night and day. Because in the end, death always gets a say. Why is it that you finally rhyme? I rhymed once. Uh, but it's in this. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Um. Uh, it's also really funny because, like, you're... <sighs> The first thing that we went through, I'm not going to call it a poem. The first thing that we read uh, (laughs) is so nihilistic or nihilistic or however you want to pronounce it. And then this one is live while you're living, which is the most live, laugh, love thing I've ever heard. But remember, in the end, you die. So it's, it's the same kind of trajectory of ideas here. Like stay aloft in love. And live while you're living, Dave, because death comes for us all. (laughs) Memento Mori. I'm wishing death was coming sooner because of this poem. (laughs) This actually was from the Wolf Journal. What? Yeah, again, I'm going to I'm going to get into that theory. Okay, okay. And then the last thing, this is kind of the subtitle or the uh, the foreword. The foreword. Mm. Author's note. Author's note, something to that effect, in that it it is the break from the tableau that we have just experienced. Those Mm -hmm. um, three things. I agree. It is quite low on my tab. (laughs) I really tried. I I sat there for a second going, there's something here. And then, nope. And you didn't find it. (laughs) Wrong-o! So I had the title Analogy of Life, I had these three things, and now I have this, which is underlined and italicized. Dave, do you want to do the honors? Oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Give me a reason to smile, and I will give you a reason to cry. Beautiful. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, oh, I was convinced. Uh, 
this this feels like a tagline to a eighties action movie that went straight to VHS. <laughs> the Crier. Um, <laughs> the Crier. <laughs> huh? Why didn't you go into making movies, Aaron? <laughs> So many reasons. If <laughs> if listeners of the show want to see my video project from film class I took in college, uh, I could send you the the YouTube link to that. Um, I I will need to see that. Okay. Yeah. Would you also <laughs> like my uh my Greek four final project where we wrote parody songs about Plato and then sang, uh, "Don't Stop Believing in Ancient Greek." You've told me about that, and surprisingly, I've yet to hear it. I mean, congrats on that. <laughs> okay, we'll have to swap our um, our college projects our here. Awful, awful <laughs> projects. <laughs> Sounds like we have a, another spinoff podcast. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so um, give me a reason to smile. I'll give you a reason to cry. Again, I think this sets the tone for the works that we have to dive into here in season three. So here's my theory, though, Dave, because if you if you look at the timeline of events, I started writing the poetry in, in 2004. Okay. We, we experienced truth together in our first episode. Uh, and then we quickly had uh, life and I. And if you remember, life was full of ups and downs until the whole world is a is a down and you're waiting for an up or whatever nonsense I wrote. I think at this point, I am now typing the first two. Ah, so you're like going back through and reevaluating and... So I have encountered my my poetry on life at this point, and I am revisiting the theme with Analogy of Life. So you're revisiting your old poetry, by which I mean poetry you wrote two years ago. Two years ago, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just going to say it one more time. You know that you can edit, right? (laughs) Well, but... Like, rather than writing on your writing, you could edit your writing? But then how else would we get Silence 2 and Silence 3? That's not happening, is it? Oh, it is. Oh, gosh. They're not the next couple, but they're coming, Dave. We are clearly uh, experiencing a renaissance. That's maybe the best light I can put this. I would just like to point out that renaissance means rebirth. And I feel like... I'm still waiting for the poetry to be born. Oh, oh. Um, mm. So like rebirth might not be it. Preamble? Preamble? Uh, Ambling uh. towards something? I don't know. Ambling towards uh, oblivion, Dave. There you go. We're we're falling to death here. Falling to death. Gosh, the joy that you bring to life, Aaron. <laughs> Just insurmountable joy. Well, Dave, what what do you have to say? Let's let's uh, good good or garbage. Good or garbage. How do I want to hurt you this week? I guess is my question. <laughs> oh, I got 
I got I got nothing for you, buddy. Um, <laughs> I would say that this work that you put into it, um, the the effort and the drive that you really uh really lived up to in this, I think it's a good foretaste of what we're gonna see, which is why I'm praying for the whirlwind to slow down. Hmm. Hmm. That's dark, Dave. That's um, very dark. You're welcome, buddy. I, I don't know where such dark ideas would, would <laughs> come into the picture. I, I'm just I don't appalled. Know. I heard some media that really affected me, apparently. <laughs> um, in all honesty, folks, uh, there are some poems in here that will dive into some more serious thoughts. So we'll, we'll try and tread lightly and give you some yeah. content warning if need be. But I hope that this season is still a lot of fun. We're going to bring in a lot more guests. Um, yeah. Hopefully, if you're still willing to come along on this journey, <laughs> and we'll, we'll give you an analogy of life for the life you're living. <laughs> you like that? Did you like an that? Okay. I'm just hearing that now. Mm -hmm. An analogy of life? Yeah. Rather than an analogy for life? Yeah, it's falling. Falling is the analogy. You're falling. Jeez. <laughs> Did you miss that, Dave? I mean, I'm, I'm currently trying to block it out, I think is more accurate to what's going on here. <laughs> well, folks, we're going to end this week with the words of a true poet. This week coming to us from... Muriel Rekaiser, and it's called Elegy and Joy, excerpt. We tell beginnings for the flesh and the answer of the hook, the lake, and the eye that knows. For the despair that flows down in widest rivers, cloud of home, and also the green tree of grace, all in the leaf, in the love that gives us ourselves. The word of nourishment passes through the women, soldiers and orchards rooted in constellations, white towers, eyes of children, saying in time of war, what shall we feed? I cannot say the end. Nourish beginnings. Let us nourish beginnings. Not all things are blessed, but the seed of all things are blessed. The blessing is in the seed. This moment, this seed, this wave of the sea, this look, this instant of love, Years over wars and imagining of peace, or the expiation of journey towards peace, which is many wishes flaming together, fierce, pure life, the many living home, love that gives us ourselves in the world known to all, new techniques for the healing of the wound and the unknown world, one life, or the faring stars. I'm getting real sick of you bringing poetry that makes me question my own, like, self-hatred and stuff. <laughs> I I just, I found this one a long time ago, back when we were doing season one, and I was like, yeah. this is gonna work somewhere. And the, the, the love and the beginnings and the stars, yeah. the imagery just is, is a perfect antidote to the garbage that you have heard. And um, so, Elegy and Joy, um, mm. this has been My Bad Poetry. Now go write some of your own bad poetry. This is the uh, Plink capsule 
that you put in your garbage disposal. Hmm. You must really have a stinky garbage disposal, Dave. You've run with that analogy so many times. <laughs> yes, I do. It's pretty disgusting. What are you putting down there? <laughs> Everything. Okay, Especially well. uh, oil and grease. Apparently that's mm. really mm -hmm. good for it. Rhyme a free, free does man. Does man. Does man.